And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived, and bare Cain, and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. Genesis 4.1 Dear Lord, through today's reading of Genesis 4, 1-16, I now realize that even though life has its hard moments, I can still choose to thank you that your presence will never leave me. Because of this truth, I don't have to allow jealousy to settle in my heart when it appears that others are being blessed by you. Instead, I will focus on the fact that as I keep my heart right and serve you with gladness, nothing that has been reserved for me will go to anyone else because what you have for me is for me. I decree and declare that my seat has been reserved at the table of success. I declare that nothing but joy and happiness will come forth through me when I see others succeed and win in life. Thank you, God, that you've already covered my past emotions of jealousy and anger. Thank you that hatred and resentment are not a part of my story. Through the lives of Cain and Abel, I will make sure that my sacrifice to you is one of joy and wholeness of heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Listening to these daily prayers strengthens your relationship with God. Continue hearing from the Lord by listening to today's Bible in a Year. Brought to you by BibleInAYear.com. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Cain and Abel. Before this story, we learned about the fall of mankind. Adam and Eve lived with God, shameless and without sin. But because of their pride and desire to be their own gods, they were deceived and turned away from Him. Now they live in exile, still with God, but no longer in an intimate relationship with Him. Now we will learn about how Adam and Eve start their family outside of paradise 
They have their own children, but the sinful nature of Adam and Eve has now been given to their children. And what comes next is a tragedy that has been repeated for all of human history. Inspired by the book of Genesis. Hello, I'm Pastor Jack Graham with today's episode of the Bible in a Year podcast. Today we pick up with Adam and Eve outside the garden. This is life after the curse. If yesterday's story was about doubt and pride, today's theme is insincere worship of God, anger, bitterness, and the passing down of sin nature to all future generations after Adam. Adam and Eve start a family. They have two sons, Cain and Abel, names that have become infamous for the devastating effects of sibling rivalry. Cain and his brother Abel grew up knowing God. They were taught the importance of sacrifices. Abel chose the best to offer to God, while Cain brought offerings from a sense of obligation rather than gratitude and praise. So God accepts one and rejects the other. Cain was angry, bitter, and sin took hold of his heart. The tragedy that ensued once again created an irreparable rift in the family. The first human blood that was shed on God's once perfect earth came from the hands of one brother upon another. Sin was now spreading through generations, and the cost was high. Murder, banishment, another curse, and yet in the midst of it all, God's grace and mercy once again shining through. Let's listen now to the telling of this story from Genesis 4, the story of Cain and Abel. Adam and Eve had been banished from Eden and their sin had made life hard, but the steadfast love of God had not left them. Adam and Eve knew each other intimately and became pregnant. First came Cain, afterward came Abel. Cain labored in the fields growing food for the family. Abel tended to the livestock as a shepherd. Cain and Abel are the first of us to grow up in a world riddled with imperfection, sin, and distance from God. Both children grew up in the new world, and it was time for Cain and Abel to bring sacrifices to God. Cain brought some of the fruits of his labor, grains, vegetables, and other vegetation. Abel brought the firstborn of his flock, a lamb. Abel brought the best of what he had. Not only this, but Abel had to raise this little sheep and kill it before God. This means that it was not just a sacrifice of materials, but a sacrifice of the heart. Because of this, God accepted Abel's offering. God also rejected Cain's offering, knowing that it did not come from any real love at all. Jealousy gripped Cain's heart. Contempt towards God boiled up inside him. This is mankind's first rumblings of true hatred. Cain's face gave away his true feelings. God noticed this and asked, Why are you so angry? Knowing full well what the issue was. If you do well, will you not be accepted? God asked. If you don't do well, you give more room for hatred and sin to rule in your heart. Do not let hate rule over you. You can overcome it. But Cain didn't listen. His anger had already won him over there would be no stopping the sin he was about to commit. Cain lured his brother into the fields. Then, at that moment, all the hatred 
jealousy and contempt of Cain unleashed onto his brother. Blow after blow, Cain unleashed his wrath and spited God by murdering his brother. His hands stained red, dripping with the blood of his brother. God, already knowing what Cain had done, asked him, Cain, where is your brother? Cain replied, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? God is the creator of life, and Cain had taken an innocent one. This enraged God. He cursed Cain, saying, What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood is crying to me from the ground, and now you are cursed from the ground, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you work the ground, it shall no longer yield to you its strength. You shall be a fugitive and a wanderer on the earth. This punishment was fitting. Because Cain had taken a life, God wanted his life to be burdensome. It was more than Cain could bear. Fortunately for him, God's mercy is still present in punishment. God said, If anyone kills you, vengeance shall be taken on them sevenfold. And he put a mark on Cain to keep anyone from doing to him what he did to his brother. Cain had shed innocent blood, and this was a pattern mankind would continue in for a thousand generations after. Yet God continues to show mercy, waiting to bless them and save them from their evil. When jealousy and anger take root, they fester and grow. That's what we see happening in today's story. Abel, who really only plays a brief role, is lifted up as the example of God-honoring sacrifices and offerings. He gave God the first and the best, and God accepted that sacrifice. Cain, whose heart was not in the right place, full of faith to begin with, brought God vegetables and grains, but not his first fruits, not his best, and not in faith. His motives were wrong, and he became angry when his offering was rejected. Sin started to creep in through resentment and anger. So God warned him of the danger of letting sin in. He speaks to Cain in Genesis 4, verses 7 and 8, saying, If you do well, will your face not be cheerful? And if you do not do well, sin is lurking at the door, and its desire is for you, but you must master it. I appreciate this passage providing a warning that's applicable to you and me today. Sin is now loose in the world. It lurks at our door. It desires us. In other words, it wants to get in our heads and in our hearts, into our lives. When sin is allowed to rule over us, the outcome is never good and ultimately tragic. That's what happened to Cain. Sin took hold of him, and he directed his jealousy and anger at the one whose offering was accepted to his own brother, whom he killed in cold blood. Once again, we are reminded that sin always comes with a price. As he did with Adam and Eve, God questions Cain and his guilt is revealed. Cain is cursed to wander in the earth. Sin, separation, is always, always, always the same. When we sin, there is always separation that happens. From God, which is the worst of all separations, and then from others. But again, God in his mercy does not abandon Cain or leave him without protection. God marks him, not as a sign of the curse, but as a sign of God's hand 
of protection. God, thank you for this story that shows us how sin can take hold and rule our thoughts, leading us to commit unthinkable acts. Help us through your spirit to master the sin that lurks at our doors. And thank you, Lord, that even when we sin, even through the consequences of our sin, your mercy and grace remain. In Christ's name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. I'm Pastor Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. Download the Pray.com app and make prayer a priority in your life. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with someone you love. By sharing this podcast, you can make a difference in someone's life. And if you want more resources on how to tap into God's power for successful Christian living, be sure to visit jackgraham.org. God bless. This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Little hands and minds can start learning anytime. The good and the beautiful gives you everything you need to spark a love of lifelong learning. Give your preschoolers engaging, hands-on material built on high academic standards and wholesome values. Find a variety of free resources and affordable curriculum to ignite your child's curiosity. Start your journey now at goodandbeautiful.com. The good and the beautiful bring home a love of learning. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.